Hey there, this is Derek Prawl, and this is your Week in Review. So before we get going, we've got some big news. In this newsletter, you're going to find... The first stories from our two summer interns, Sukena Abid-Kons and Ben Abrams. Both of these young journalists have been learning the ropes for the past couple of weeks and have turned out some excellent stories. Sukena took a look at the work being done to keep the excitement and momentum from last year's elections going among young voters, and Ben examined the actual economic impacts of MLB's decision to pull the All-Star game from Atlanta. Be sure to check those out. Now on to democracy news. The U.S. Department of Justice announced late last week it would be suing Georgia over its new what some would call restrictive election laws. Governor Brian Kemp blasted the action, saying that the Biden administration is weaponizing the Department of Justice to carry out a far-left agenda that would ultimately undermine the democratic processes in the country. Additionally, Tom Baxter, one of our many friends over at Supporter Report, penned an excellent column about the efforts to curtail harassment of our election officials. Baxter is a longtime political correspondent with over four decades of experience under his belt, so be sure to check out his take. And on the housing affordability side of the house, we have some pretty urgent news. If you're an Atlantan seeking help to avoid eviction, the clock is ticking to receive assistance from the city's emergency rental assistance program. Only the first 2,000 applicants who file the requisite paperwork are going to be considered. Check out Sean's story for more details on that and information on how to apply. Additionally, from another one of our friends over at Supporter Report, John Roosh, the Atlanta Beltline says it will be spending the next 18 months developing a community-informed plan for a 31-acre bankhead property it recently purchased to make good on its promises to develop affordable housing around the mixed-use trail. The organization says it doesn't have any concrete plans for the site, but will instead be deferring to the community for ideas on how to best provide affordable residences. That's all for now. But before we go, did you know Atlanta Civic Circle relies entirely on grants and donations? If you like what we're doing here, consider chipping in during our summer of funding. Even a $5 or $10 month-to-month sustaining donation will go a long way in supporting what we do here. So that's that. Once again, thanks so much for your readership, for your listenership, and for your overall support. Be sure to follow us on social media for our most up-to-date coverage, and sign up for our newsletter to have that coverage delivered to your inbox every week. Thanks again, everyone.